Welcome back to Comic Book Storylines. I'm Brian Sorensen, a.k.a. Bry the Comic Book Guy. Hit that follow button on Instagram and you can follow along with each week's issue list that we'll be covering. If this is your first time joining us in this discussion, we talk about the issues associated with many crossovers and storylines that's happened in the comics throughout the years. We've covered the huge events of a war that spread through the entire Marvel Universe and then a dark moment in Batman's life with his allies. This time around, we're going to be covering a huge moment in comics history in the early 90s with the death of Superman. Every comic reader couldn't believe their eyes when they saw the publication, the Doomsday storyline was coming out, and Superman might not make it. Just recently, DC celebrated the 30th anniversary of this event, and it has been a while. After we cover the death of Superman, the follow-up funeral for a friend, and reign of the Superman, we'll talk about the anniversary issue to conclude everything. As always, we're going to be talking about certain issues in the storyline. This week, we'll be covering Superman Man of Steel 18 and 19, Justice League of America 69, Superman 74 and 75, Adventures of Superman 497, and Superman in Action Comics 684. At this time in the Superman stories in the 90s, there was four titles featuring him. They signified with uh, what read order that you can go into because it was confusing with a little triangle in the year on the cover and a number in it. Every year they restarted with the number one to become less confusing so you get to follow along and see which ones you had to read in what order. So we're going to start with Superman Man of Steel 18. Begins right off the bat with showing something or someone breaking free from a prison of some sort, punching th- through some cage and hole in a holding cell that's buried deep underground. We see it racing towards the surface or wherever this place is. But whoever it is is some kind of outfit that you can't see, with one of its arms binding behind its back. So you can clearly tell it's somewhat of a prisoner. Uh, it smashes a bird as it as it lands up on the ground, and it soon's go after a deer, and then you see it just walk off. Flashing over to Superman and Lois, it's a typical day in the lives of Superman and Lois Lane. Lois Lane finds out about some low-level bad guys are doing something. She goes to investigate, gets caught, leaves a note for Superman, Superman comes and rescues her. That's totally what happens with that. It's just a typical day in the neighborhood for them. But moving over to this mysterious figure as it's traveling, it finds itself on a nearby highway. It totally trashes an overpass and starts smashing into tractor trailers, cars, everything. So clearly it's a huge menace. A nearby motorist is on a CB radio hearing what's going on, calling out for help to the Justice League, saying it's like doomsday out there. There's some really things going on. So the character is not called Doomsday yet. That's not the actual name of the Doomsday. That's what everybody ended up calling the character. So this is just like the preview of what's going on, the first leading up to it. So you don't really see much of what Doomsday is capable of yet until Justice League of America, number 69. Uh, This current incarnation in the Justice League at the time is Blue Beetle, a guy named Guy Gardner who was a Green Lantern, a futuristic character that comes into the past called Booster Gold, Fire, Ice, Maxima, and a newer character called Bloodwind. I'll show you the cover of this issue on my Instagram so you can see everybody I'm talking about. And a short side note, if you don't have them, I suggest the Marvel and DC encyclopedias of characters. They literally have every character that's been in the DC and Marvel universe over the years, at least some mention of them, so you get to see who they all are. I'll show you those pictures as well in this week's picture clause for the podcast. Meanwhile, in this issue, the League is saving all the people from the carnage left behind by that big green mask guy from Man of Steel 18. There's a few things going on in the beginning here, and the top half of the issue, per page, has all the rescue action going on, the League finally catching up the bad guy, and the bottom half has another thing going on where Superman is being interviewed on TV. The League uses Blue Beetle's Flying Beetle, and I know it was the 90s, 
He had a big motorized blue beetle to try and find what was going on, and it flew through the air. So all you could look up and see if you were in the DC universe at the time was a big flying blue beetle. So they do end up finding him, but he finds them first by throwing a huge tree right through that blue beetle machine, totally obliterating it. They immediately try and stop him, but he's too fast and strong. Now, he takes out the Justice League, pummeling Guy Gardner and Blue Beetle till they're unconscious. Now, most of the time in, the, in comics, we haven't really seen this. It was something that they were trying and pretty successful at. Like, we haven't seen a menace like this before in the comics where it just blows through everybody and just takes out all the big heroes. He ends up throwing Booster Gold. And when I say throw, like literally in the air, miles and miles away from the fight. In the last pages of this issue, he's caught by Superman, who was alerted to the battle during the interview. It was cut short, and he tries to fly to the scene. Booster tells him the Justice League needs him help because it's like doomsday out there. So next up would be Superman number 74. The issue opens with only two conscious Justice Leaguers, Ice and Maxima, picking up the pieces after this battle. Maxima rushes Blue Beetle to a hospital while Ice goes after the menace by herself, which she'll end up regretting later on. The monster throws her through a house of a nearby family who's unsuspecting and just hears a crash outside. He crushes their car and starts tearing through the house to get to ice, but Superman and Booster Gold fly down to stop him just in time. Superman asks Booster what they were calling him, and he says, All right, Doomsday, just as Doomsday punches Superman. Now, it's Superman, so he's totally unaffected by this punch. At first, Doomsday gets really mad, and then he kicks Superman, which we haven't really seen... Superman get affected like this, but he kicks Superman clearly through a house and into a building next to this house. So it's something that we've never really seen before. The house crumbles down, and the family that we saw previously is trapped in the house. Uh, Doomsday just completely knocks out Ice during the fight, so she's pretty much out of it. But suddenly the Justice League appears, whoever is left standing and conscious and able to still uh, make a difference. They all attack Doomsday at once. Now, all of their might doesn't do anything except clear half of Doomsday's outfit. So you're starting to see a bit of his face. He's got a bony figure face, gray creature with a lot of bones and, and, and stuff on his face. So their might is not able to do anything. Uh, he just tears through the exhausted Justice League. He beats Booster Gold, throws him at Guy Gardner, which knocks them both into a gas line, which explodes. All of the Justice League is knocked out except Superman, who flies away to chase Doomsday, who... Apparently flew away, but he doesn't really have the ability to fly. He just can jump really far. Now, the family is trapped in the fire that had the, the house caved down on him and everything, and there's a huge fire all around him. But Superman flies away to try and catch Doomsday, and you see him inching towards him. But you can also hear one of the kids screaming that he is trapped with his mom and sister. Now, being Superman and who he is, he's wrestling with the dilemma of, I need to catch the bad guy, but I need to help the family in need and it's a true cliffhanger in the ending the way that it ends up because it just shows how much of a hero he is he's superman but he's still wrestling with what to do to do the right thing it picks up immediately after uh, that cliffhanger in adventures of superman 497 superman does catch up to doomsday and hurls him through the air away from populated areas but he comes back for more he's still trying to get back to the fire but he plunges Doomsday into the ocean this time, slamming him under the seafloor. So Superman jumps out of the water, rushes back, and saves the family. And he helps get medical attention to all that the battered Justice League members that were just laying around from the battle. 
Once the Justice League are helped, Superman flies back to the spot he left Doomsday, but Doomsday is already blown out of the water and blown up several military helicopters that are nearby, circling, trying to see what's going on. Superman rescues the fallen men and throws a missile from one of the military helicopters at Doomsday, making him crash into a small town. He, ta- he still attacks Superman, whose inner monologue is wondering if Doomsday is getting stronger or not, because it seems like nothing he does can help him. Uh, the Justice League member Maximo swoops down and lends a hand to Superman, but is little help against Doomsday. Meanwhile, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are attempting to get into the air to cover the fight. She's worried about her, her Superman, and she's also a reporter, so she's trying to do the right thing, but they'll end up kind of regretting that a little bit later on. Maximo tries to grab a lamppost out of the ground to throw right at Doomsday, but there's live wires which spark and blow up, taking down Superman, Maxima, but not Doomsday, who ends up wandering away. Superman wakes up to the hero Guardian, who was on call at the time in the area. He works for Project Cadmus, which we'll see in a little bit. He arrives on the scene to see what help he can be, and Superman says, I've still got to stop him, and now I realize I have to do so alone. And that's where we start out in Action Comics 684. We pick up right where we left off. Doomsday storms off, his path of destruction is continuing onto a highway where he throws a car with someone in it right into the air. But Superman races to catch it, placing him down in true Superman fashion, then finds Doomsday in a shopping mall that's called a Lexmart, Lex Luthor owns it, where he's trashing everything in his way, but is distracted by a television commercial for a wrestling match, and it keeps saying the name of the town, Metropolis. Now, Doomsday, not quite speaking English, but he's sounding out the name Metropolis, and you can see uh, the words Metropolis forming uh, out there. Now, up until now, Superman has done everything to keep Doomsday away from the city, but now it seems like he's trying to get to it even more. Their fight continues outside, where Doomsday sees a sign saying Metropolis 60 miles. Doomsday makes the connection between that sign and the wrestling commercial, and Superman notices that, so he's like, oh no. So he hurls him in the opposite direction into a mountain range where the Project Cadmus is located, where Guardian was just, as I mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh, the battle rages through Project Cadmus, destroying the whole area. But Doomsday ends up burying Superman and Guardian, who tried to come and help him again, under the rubble, and leaps away towards Metropolis. The last panel is Doomsday trashing a Metropolis 50 miles away. So he's getting closer and closer by the minute, and Superman has been able to do nothing so far to help him. Superman Man of Steel 19 is where we go next. Doomsday is trashing a construction area and killing all the people in his way. Superman crashes down and throws him in the other direction again, but he's still getting stronger and less manageable by the minute. Superman is once again kicked to the ground and buried under the construction building, but busts out right away. This time you can see blood coming from his mouth. Now, up until now, in comics, Superman has been this, like, invincible guy. But now you can start seeing blood from his mouth. And you know something is going down seriously this time. And then you see a shot of Martha and Jonathan Kent, who's watching this on TV, uh, from their home, and they can't believe what they're seeing, but they're like, well, our son is Superman, so he's going to be able to take care of this. Or is he? So Doomsday crashes the underground and just outside of Metropolis and stumbles onto that underworld gang from the Man of Steel 18, where Superman stopped in the part one of this. He, he smashes through their ranks like paper, just like totally trashing all of those guys. But Superman comes in, crashing in, trying to restrain him, and then lifts him up. Their struggle trying to reach the ground hits a gas main, and it's a massive explosion. 
Nearby, Lex Luthor is giving a press conference on the situation. He's also monitoring the situation on his own. Like, can, is this really something Superman can do? What do I do? He also has Supergirl with him. Now, in this incarnation of Supergirl, it's really not who people think she is. Uh, she is tied to Lex Luthor somehow. It's really an alien taking her form but working with Lex Luthor. But a lot of people don't know that and think she's just Supergirl working with Lex Luthor. Uh, she takes off to help Superman but is quickly trashed by Doomsday, and the punch that Doomsday gives her reverts her back to her natural form of this, like, purple alien just on the ground. And that's the last we see of her in this little storyline here. Now, Superman restrains him again, but is gouged in the side by Doomsday because Doomsday is pretty much all bone. And it's a similarity to Batman v Superman, where Doomsday, he starts getting, like, the bony structures and everything like that. But in the comic book form, as I'll post uh, on my Instagram, uh, Doomsday's outer skeleton is like sharp bone and really sharp and everything. So he gouges Superman inside. But then they start wailing on each other. And uh, at some point, Superman's allies have been banding together, the, the police officers and some of his former allies and everything. They all start getting these weapons together, trying to see if they can stop them. But nothing is coming. And it's just not doing any good. Uh, so they're in they're in Metropolis now, which he was hoping to avoid. And Project Cadmus struggled to send some people, and they end up sending some aerial support with their best men using these lasers, specialized lasers, to help defeat Doomsday. And they're having little effect. And the pilots, you can see, are struggling with the thing of, okay, if they stop Doomsday, are they going to stop Superman too? But Superman is right in the middle, so they just keep firing away. The issue ends with Superman saying, even if it kills me, this is where I have to hold the line. Now, this next one is the big one, and you can tell by the cover, it says it all. Superman's tattered cape on Superman 75. It's an iconic issue, which has been reprinted so many times. I think if you look it up in, in collection apps, there's uh, 13 or 14 different variants of this issue. This is how many times it's reprint, been reprinted over the years. Now, it's a picture of his cape blowing in the wind on a branch or something hanging on the ground. Now, Doomsday opens the issue with hurling Superman into a helicopter, but Superman gets his bearing and saves a helicopter, which, as I had said before, uh, had Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen on it, so they're lucky that Superman got his bearings really quickly. Now, most of the rest of this issue is full-page uh, panels instead of the little like six per panel and everything like that. They wanted to show the true scope of what was going on. So each page through the rest of the issue is a full page. And it's some some of the best artwork I've seen for Superman in a very long time. Uh, at this point, Superman's trying to console Lois. She's like, what are we going to do? Superman quickly hugs and kisses Lois, saying, I love you. And it's a full page scene. It's really epic, while no one is looking, obviously, because you know at this point they still hadn't revealed that they were together. And even battered, he keeps his guys as his secret identity. So even though he's really beat up, he's still trying to, to be, you know, to keep the difference between Superman and Clark Kent. He charges back into battle with the most serious look on his face ever seen in comics. And Jimmy Olsen even has the line, Wow, I don't think I've ever seen the big guy so fired up before. He, uh, Superman dives right into Doomsday, knocking him through a building, but it's not effective as Doomsday slams Superman right underground, just buries him right underground. And at this point, Jimmy and Lois are right in front of the Daily Planet and Doomsday trying to film and take pictures and everything of the coverage. And you know Lois Lane. She's in the comics, in the movies, 
in any of the TV shows or even the cartoons. You know, she's pretty stubborn, so she's going to jump right in. So she is right there. Now, Doomsday is getting ready to take them both out, but Superman punches his way out from underneath the rubble, right, and just, just right underneath Doomsday. His eye beams are flaring right at him, and they keep punching each other. Superman's inner monologue is saying he can barely stay conscious, but he still has to keep, and he has to take him down somehow. And right after that, Superman finally gets an advantage. He starts breaking the bones on out Doomsday's arms on the outsides because he realizes it's part of his skeleton. But that doesn't really stop him for long. Then after three full-size pages, they both land the last punch. It, you can see the epic building of, of the last fight. Uh, they do one last punch at each other, shattering windows for blocks around, and Doomsday falls and Superman falls. Now Lois Lane goes over to him and is holding on to him, and he barely gets out the words, is Doomsday, dot, 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 and then he falls. And then the back of the cover folds out to Superman laying there and Lois crying, Superman has died. Now, there are some similarities that are from the movie Batman vs. Superman towards the end when Superman died. He did fight Doomsday. Doomsday was this creature, this unstoppable creature. So there is a few similarities and differences. I mean, the way it ended, you know, the big fight at the end where Superman did have to take him out and he sacrificed himself for for the, the end and everything. The heroes did arrive too late, and it was only Superman that ended up being the one that fought Doomsday in the end. So you can tell there was some similarities, and actually there is one overhead scene where you see Superman and Doomsday laying next to each other, and there's a picture, I believe it's in one of the uh, Funeral for a Friend issues, where it's a Daily Planet picture where I think he, Zack Snyder pretty much got that cover and that picture exact. He wanted to show the true effect of it, and, and this issue, uh, like I said, had so many different reprints of it. There's... There was so much that they wanted to do with this issue. They wanted it to have such an impact, and it did have an impact. I mean, that 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 book sold so many different copies, and the the effect that it had was, oh my God, Superman's dead. So what do you do? And then uh, the follow up podcast that we're going to do after this, it's called uh, Funeral for a Friend. I'll go into that a little bit before the end of this one, of course. Um, it's like, what do you do without Superman? Like, you know, you're a comic book reader. He's been this iconic figure for years, and now he's dead. So it's going to be the world without Superman. And it's the characters' effects and what they do to go on after Superman's dead. And some of the characters that you would imagine would uh, have this big effect on, uh, of course, is Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, everybody in the Superman comic books, his parents especially, because there is... There is a, a little side story where his parents uh, are, are part of what happens. And it's Batman. Now, I've done the, uh, when I did Death in the Family, last couple of podcasts, and A Lonely Place and Dying. And Death in the Family, Superman was consoling uh, Batman about uh, Robin dying. So you kind of see how much the friendship is there. So when Superman dies, you get to see Batman's reaction to what happened when Superman dies and, and his effect on what's going on and everything. And uh, the, the Funeral for a Friend, it's uh, eight parts. Uh, they only loosely cover it in Batman vs. Superman um, at the end where he's having a funeral scene and everything where there's uh, the procession uh, with the casket that has the Superman logo on it and uh, the horse-drawn carriage and everything. Um, that is shown in the, uh, in the Funeral for a Friend. Uh, but it does go into much more depth, obviously, because there's a lot more to cover. Because 
you can't just cover Superman dying in the funeral in one issue. So there is uh, eight issues in the funeral for a friend, which I will cover in the next episode of Comic Book Storylines. And always, I will post the pictures of all these issues, which there are two ways to look at this, like the death in the family and uh, a lonely place in dying. You can get the individual issues, which uh, most places, you'll be able to find most of them, except for uh, Man of Steel 18 is the first appearance of Doomsday, so that one might be a little tough to track down. Uh, and there's also a graphic novel called Death of Superman that has all these issues in it as well, in the proper read order. So there's two different ways that you can look at it, and I'll post them on my Instagram, at Bri the Comic Book Guy. And as always, join me next time as I cover Funeral for a Friend, and I will post those pictures as well on the date of airing. But if you have any questions about anything that I've talked about so far, or what's something you would like to hear in a future podcast storyline-wise, you can email me, Bry the comic book guy at gmail.com. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>